Fred is truly the voice of our generation. We're back. back. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to episode two of Nefarious Things it Podcast. Is important. important. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We've got a wild ride for you all today. We also, if you remember in the first video, we, through video watchers, we, video watchers, <laughs> we mentioned that we have a new vinyl in the back or a new something behind me in every podcast. And this one is Mesmerized by System of a Down because yesterday, as we were filming this, it was Serge Tankian's birthday. So shout out, Serge. Shout out Surge, shout out Surge. We should just like pile on and just continue to stack vinyls there. Like, you know, just fill it and fill it and fill it. Right. Yeah, just we'll just do like 30. Just, you know, just get more things that come out from the wall. Until it's like at the back of <laughs> yeah. my head. Yeah. For the meme, just for the meme. If you guys are in early on this pod, you get it. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, today we have quite the episode for you. We have a Quentin Tarantino special, which is yeah. actually something that we've been talking about yeah. literally since we've met. <laughs> yeah, we've been like really trying to get this done, I guess. Well, because we were trying to do it for my pod and then... Now yeah. we have our own. Yeah, now we have this one. <laughs> should I come back with my pod? You should. I think you should definitely come back with like the more true crimey one. Oh, yeah, true. I had that one, too. Well, should I come back with the movie one, too, and just talk about, like, Top Gun 2 every single day? I should just watch it. Every, for every single day that it's in the theaters, I should just watch it that many days in a row. I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> we do have uh, quite a bit more to get into, but should we crack open a cold one first? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. We're going to crack open. A cr <laughs> I can't do it with this mic, but I, I'll pick it up with your mic. Yeah, so join in with us if you guys are having a drink with us, <laughs> <laughs> with us on the pod today. Uh, Alex has a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. And I have a Diet Pepsi as per usual. Cheers. I don't usually drink beer. But it's yeah. just too late for a monster. Well, it's never too late for a monster. Well, it's too late for me. <laughs> uh, so, I had I I think I got bit by a mosquito as soon as we come came down here. It's like living in this bedroom, and it's dead now probably because it just feasted on my caffeine blood. Um, anyway, disgusting. Disgust. Well, it was fucking one of us. <laughs> um, that's. Yeah, that my brain. Yeah. Uh, speaking about speaking of things that have blown my mind this week, let's talk about recipe graves. Alex turned to me yesterday and was like, "Have you ever heard of recipe graves?" <laughs> and I can't say yeah. that I ever had. Um, I'm just as perplexed as the rest of you. Yeah. So, recipe graves. Essentially, instead of, like, loving mother, valued teacher in society, we have one cup of brown sugar, two cups flour. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it works because... It I'm going to bury you with your famous things that you cook. What do I... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My shepherd's pie recipe. No. <laughs> you put one can of mushroom soup. No. <laughs> I should just put like the ingredients for a diet Pepsi on there, like recipe for rep re recipe for a Pepsi, diet Pepsi, aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I know we are so like just it's late. I've had a long day, so yeah. we're just vibing on like strap in, strap in. We're running on fumes today. We're just ripping off every podcast we possibly can <laughs> yeah, like until I, we make it to the top. Like I said, <laughs> upstairs, we were listening to this is important. And I'm like, we Classic can't, rewind. yeah, we can't listen to this right now because we get all of our <laughs> jokes from this damn podcast. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we turned it into our personalities. It's just, you know what? They, like we said me. last week, those guys are just, 
they're a part of us. Yeah. <laughs> they are us. But back to recipe graves. Yeah, what the hell? People tour these graves and bring the recipes back to them on TikTok. I mean, yes, but like... I don't know. And that's not the only graves they're going to. They're going to a lot of graves. It's just there are a whole entire page is just them going to people's graves. Yeah, but I brought it up to Mary today at work, and she was like, but are they, like, sitting at the gravesite eating the snacks? Because that's a little morbid. Like, she goes, I would leave a little piece. Are you? <laughs> if you guys are listening to this, I know I, the people that do recipe graves, they have to be, like, Googling Snacking recipe with the dead. Graves. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably like a secret thing they do. Like they'll be like, "Join our Patreon. We have we eat at the graves. We'll tell you the location <laughs> of the grave sites." Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is morbid. <laughs> another tale for another time, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think uh, that's. I think that's all. Like the newsy stuff that we. Uh, I have another thing ran down. Thank you very much. Oh, I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do the pod without you. Um. Well, uh, Black Mirror season six—it's already been announced. But um, Rory Culkin right. has announced that he's joining the cast. Yes, my body is and, ready. And Selma Hayek. Ooh. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got me at Rory Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> he is my favorite Culkin, um, which I can assume is probably many people's favorite it's, Culkin. It's not Kiernan Culkin or whatever his name is from Succession. No, but his energy, I have that energy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we need oh. to get back into Succession. We definitely do. I we know. We should do like a weekly Succession pod. Like. We fell <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, instead of a rewatch podcast, it's like a holy shit, we're watching it for the first time pod. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh um, we have watched quite a few movies um, since the last time we saw ya. I believe we ended at Chopping Mall? Nope. Um, we yeah. ended at I Love My Dad? I, uh, yeah, I think we talked about I Love My Dad. I think we talked about I Love My Dad. Um, so we'll just quickly we run. Talk about all of no, no, no. We'll just quickly run through a few things. We, we, we just watch a lot of things. Yeah. You um, guys can go check out our letterbox for the full thing. Or sometimes we put out like end of month. Are you going to do an end of month for this month? Of course. Or last month. Yep. I'm uh, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm, uh, I'll work it into my scheduled content. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Oh, speaking of scheduled content, I did a reaction to the Wednesday trailer. Like I told you, I was going oh, to finally. Yes, yes. Um, yes. When she had the piranhas and put them in the pool, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cool. Um, I'm happy you did that. That's awesome. We, uh, I'm very excited for uh wednesday show uh, so inside so excited in fact that we watched both of the adams family movies last night it was your idea it was my idea <laughs> and i loved every minute of it <laughs> i think my only real gripe with it is the fact that in the adams family values that baby that poor baby is blue it is it yeah. is like blue blue like it is blue the light here <laughs> it is blue that baby looks not alive blue not alive <laughs> and morticia looks a little blue um but you know what they're just fun movies to watch yeah uh, we had a lot of fun watching them last night we also watched demons yesterday for Ooh, yeah. a movie roulette which was a huge surprise yeah i thought it was going to be a little bit worse i guess I no i say. totally did too <laughs> i don't know i just I put that one off for a long time, and I'm really happy that that was what we ended up on because yeah. the gore was yeah. unmatched. The gore, the soundtrack, the soundtrack, the, the the sniff, the snorting of the Coca-Cola, literally Coke. Um, <laughs> the movie theater setting was yeah. so fun. It was mm. literally the opening from Scream Two. Um, yeah. where something bad is happening in the theater and on screen at the same time. So yeah. fun. Yeah, I definitely think people should check that out if they haven't yet. Even yeah. though it came out in 1985. Yeah. That one's not, like, I don't hear a lot of people talking about that other than people that, like, watched In Search of Darkness. Yeah. Times. Uh, you're calling me out. Like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I watch In Search of Darkness every single chance I get. 
Yeah, literally. I came <laughs> home for lunch one day and put it on for like six minutes. <laughs> Here's something else. <laughs> um, we also watched Orphan First Kill. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, we're not going to like spoil it or anything, but the twist was pretty cool. Yeah. Should we get into spoilers? I mean... I, we, it, we did pull, we've had done spoilers in other shows i just wasn't points. gonna spoil it because it just came out like three days ago as we were filming oh. this <laughs> okay no no spoilers but it was a pretty worthy sequel i think even though i feel like some of the editing and some of the production i would have done differently i guess yeah, no absolutely it's like too hazy in a lot of the shots in my opinion yeah but for what it was and what we got i'm okay with it i'm okay yeah. that isabel Furman well, was in it yeah i agree i just the director needs to do two things he needs this william brent bell or whatever needs to cool it with the um fog machine just just chill out with the fog machine just a little bit at least have like one scene without it and the second thing like it's so much that it's like oh you can barely see the characters sometimes like what am am i watching yeah and they're just like in a room like is the house burning down like oh yeah it's i don't want to say anything i don't want to spoil anything so just don't Um, listen to ashley but yeah and and um the working title for this was esther and then he already did brahms Brahms. (laughs) he's the guy that did brahms the boy too so when I bought, I I I haven't, I still haven't seen it, but I bought it because it, it was so cheap on Blu-ray, and I brought it home. And this is when we were still on Facetime, and we hadn't moved in together yet. And Alex goes, "You're gonna throw that in the garbage, yeah. right?" <laughs> <laughs> I literally, it was literally one of the, it was right, but I saw, that was the last movie I saw before the pandemic, and I'm kind of mad it about it. It caused the pandemic. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> it was so bad. It was like, ugh, it was embarrassingly bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, yikes. A movie that I thought. This orphan was a lot better. I literally, I didn't know that he did the movie until we were watching it and but then i, I felt bromsy vibe like i felt yeah. the boy vibes as we were watching it like not Brahms, but like yeah. the boy yeah and i feel like it's surprising at least for him but isabel Furman said that she had a lot uh to do with like the production especially the story and the writing so um that's probably why it came out so good the fact that the cast literally wore like demonia boots yeah literally they're all in like yeah. club and that's kid cool boots. i like that i like that aspect that no they actually, i like that but that they did that i just think of dragula when they sent oh someone home for wearing club kid boots on the yeah. first episode and we're, oh my gosh <laughs> speaking of dragula <laughs> boule brothers we love you come back fast shout out shout out the way brothers they are shutter announced that they have a halloween special they have a season coming out and a spinoff series halloween is gonna be stacked this year (laughs) holy crap and i mean maybe it's controversial but dragula i feel like is a little bit better than drag race i mean don't shoot me guys don't shoot the messenger i mean i feel like at this point <laughs> you've watched enough drag race it's to have same. an opinion yeah i've watched, watched like every season you've right? seen every <laughs> single season yeah are I, you a super fan i guess so Work. but i, I mean like, <laughs> no I, I only like tricks and tell everyone else sucks. No, I'm just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> playing favorites <laughs> it's fine we're only like bianca del rio no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh my gosh oh. shout out cornbread no oh, yeah. from drag no from drag race she was on drag race cornbread yeah she wasn't on dragula no oh my god i, for- I know the up. names are so out there on drag dragula yeah are you sure positive Cornbread went home on season 14. Remember, she rolled her ankle. Oh, yes. But we liked Cornbread. We, we liked, liked Cornbread. cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Glorious on Shudder, oh, yeah. a.k.a. The Misadventures of Jason Stackhouse. Oh, For God. those of you who've watched True Blood. Yeah, literally. You get it? <laughs> um, yeah, that movie was so surprising. I had heard that J.K. Simmons was going to be, like, just a voice in this movie and i'm so happy that we checked it out because it was a cosmic horror that i felt deserved the title of cosmic horror yeah and i i liked what they did with their concept since like they knew it was going to be lower budget and a they one still, room setting yeah and they still kept it interesting and engaging and i 
also feel like a little bit has to do with J.K. Simmons because if they like casted somebody else in the talking role, it probably wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, if you guys have watched Invincible, the animated show, I've only showed you one episode. Oh, it's yes, such Invincible. a good show. Yeah, what a twist. Um, yeah, that's J.K. The, Simmons is in that. He's the voice of uh, Omni Man. Oh, okay. So I, that's the kind of character that I was picturing the whole time, like this <laughs> guy who's. An intergalactic planetary destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much and what it was. And it was, right? it worked, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I felt like it was good, like a little bit social commentary or not a social commentary, but like it was like a little bit metaphorical, I guess, in some ways. I just can't see Ryan Quantin, a.k.a. Jason Stackhouse, in anything else <laughs> other than him in as Jason Stackhouse. Yeah. I've seen True Blood so many times that he will always be Jason to me. And in that role, he was like sweaty and Southern and in a bad situation. We have to go back and finish it. I don't think we finished it. We didn't finish it, but we can always just watch it from the beginning all over again. Yeah. And well, oh, and the mention about Glorious, um, Rebecca McKendry. Rebecca McKendry. Oh my gosh. I was so excited when I saw her name because she did separation, which was an amazing short six minute short on shutter um, (laughs) with Justin Benson. Some great body horror. I covered it for body horror (laughs) review month. Yeah. Last year or this year? I think it was this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, And Barbara Crampton actually produced it. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I think it says it on um, Letterboxd. Shout out Barbara! Wait, I think. Wait, crew, maybe? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Producers. That's so exciting. Barbara, I love you. Look at me. <laughs> I love you. Um. <laughs> Second Barbara Crampton shout out. Yeah, third. We have Alone With You. Oh, yeah, Alone she With She was you. also in Alone With You, which was a pretty good psychological horror. Oh yes, okay. I was I was getting that mixed up with a different one we watched, but yes, that um, that was where she played the mom, right? Yeah, yeah she was, was crazy. Yeah, that one was pretty surprising. Both of those are on Shutter, right? Yeah, Shutter has been putting out a new movie every single week, and they have been knocking it out of the park every single time. Yeah, I agree. Shutter is just I can't. I just <laughs> chef's kiss. Um, and then we're not gonna talk about Sharp Stick because even though Utopia films, you know what? Shout out Utopia. This one you gave the wrong person a movie deal. Um, oh my god! I going hard in the paint over here. I'm just saying. I from the age of like I would say 18 till like now, not even I would say till like maybe five ten years ago. Yeah. Huge Lena Dunham yeah. fan. But I was I was trying to come around. I was trying to come around to Lena Dunham because she Hannah from Hannah Hovarth from Girls, the character, shaped my life. I felt like I saw so much in her. Girls was the show that I felt gave me so much confidence to just be myself, you know? Like it was it just dealt with themes that I felt like I was living at the time. Yeah. And then I read her book. And then it was so problematic. And then I was like, you know what? We're just going to close this up here. We're going to shut it away. And we're going to separate the art from the artist. And then all of the other accusations and allegations came out with her. And I'm just like, I can't. And then she was just so bad in Sharp Stick. I will say the lead. And, like, John Bernthal, he was pretty good in it. He was so cringy. Yeah. He did this, like, weird, like, fisting motion at one point. And I was like, no, I I can't. (laughs) Yeah, the story in the story was kind of um, just dragged on. I I did like the fact that um, I don't know, like uh, the it it did like you said you thought it was like kind of promising at the beginning. Yeah, kind of. I didn't really feel like that strongly about that, but I did feel like there was like moments where like it could have been going in the right direction, and then Lena Dunham just like decided to. Like, exactly there's so many times where it could have been just, she got in her own way i feel like she just had so many ideas she just couldn't like wrap them all into like a good like production you know create a universe later dunham <laughs> stretch it out <laughs> i don't know what else to tell you like if you're gonna yeah. cram things in so much like make a series like she created girls she she created a whole Do world it. there you know like 
or don't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm frustrated. I am I am beside myself. And I was so excited for Sharpstick. I was literally, like, telling him when he said we got the screener for it. I was so excited. Yeah. And, I, well, it's still good. I feel like that Utopia is, like, giving filmmakers, like, a chance, a chance regardless of, like, who they are, I guess. Because, yeah. like, it's not just her, like, it's not just her stuff, but, like, they've been putting out a lot of, like, other people that don't, or other filmmakers that don't, uh, like, get their voice heard because, like, there's so many things out there. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. But I'm, I guess I'm just having a hard time coming around to Lena Dunham. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's just where my problem lies. Yeah. Because other than that, there was just a point in the movie where it could have ended and it went on for another 40 minutes. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yep, because we were literally, we literally were like, it's not over. Yeah, it's the credits like aren't rolling. In, so <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, we're back. We're back. We're, back. <laughs> we we're should, so annoying. We should create like an ad or something for like our website or something like Lumberland, just some cheesy ass ad that we insert when we need to cut the cut the tape. Nefarious.com. Yeah, it, where like Dante from Lumberland's just like laying on the couch, just like, "Hey, ladies." Yeah. <laughs> like, so we do Sup, some crazy. Fellas, yeah. We got ourselves a website. Uh, <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> so actually, yeah, go check out our website. Fuck <laughs> off. Was that just a segue for our website? <laughs> We're selling things. Go check it out. Yes, you can check our website out. Teamnefarious.com. Yeah. Hashtag Teamnefarious. Yeah. Like Rue. Hashtag season 14 <laughs> <laughs> i'll see myself out um quentin tarantino the what? problematic boss yeah speaking of problematic you know <laughs> at least accusations didn't come out about him diddling himself next to his younger sister that's all i'm going to say oh i'm just joking <laughs> lena dunham we're coming for you hands up i'm done that's it i don't have a sister i feel weird about it (laughs) um no i agree um but i mean well we're gonna move past that um (laughs) i can't well he did one of the trivia things that i have written down is one of like not just like an accusation but like something that he did on the set of i believe kill bill with Uma Thurman yeah. and the, there was like a driving scene. Yes, and, and he sabotaged the car. Well, I don't think he sat. I don't think the story was that he sabotaged it, but he like w- she he wanted instead of a stunt woman where she wasn't comfortable to do the scene, he like basically forced her to do it, and then she got hurt because there wasn't like it, and it was supposed to technically be somebody else that was standing in for her. Yeah, but I'd always heard that he was like, we don't have to have brakes in the car. She'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Allegedly. That's allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. The other thing I think <laughs> has been proven because he came out and um, actually, like, apologized for, yeah. for all the reckless behavior. Him. But he did try to keep it quiet with Harvey Weinstein. And the only reason he apologized is because of the Harvey Weinstein stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, it was because, you know, because Harvey Weinstein's company I know. helped him keep it under wraps, keep it a secret. Every for so single long. day when I wake up, and I look at my Pulp Fiction poster, I have to see Miramax written right across the bottom. Right. We separate. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> we separate the movies from the guy that produced them. <laughs> we don't talk about Weinstein. No, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah. yeah. Tarantino. Tarantino. I am a fangirl. Yeah. I unfortunately have a whole wall dedicated to his work and oh, art. Walls. Walls, you know. You walls. Know? walls. <laughs> For those of you, Ryan Dunn, RIP. Yeah, if you guys know. <laughs> I used to religiously, let's just detour for a second. I used to religiously listen to Radio Bam, which is Bam Margera's pod, was his podcast um, yeah. back in the day. And there's just an episode where Ryan Dunn is the biggest troll ever. Yeah. And and it, I didn't know it existed until she just like made the reference, and I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, because this this kid, this this neighbor kid, like came up to him and was like, Ryan, 
Ryan Dunn? Is that you? And he's like, no, it's not me. Yeah, he's like, do you tag? Do you you tag? And he's like, tag what? Walls, you know, walls. (laughs) And every time we hear the word walls, one of us goes, walls. We are, I, I need to clip it. I'm just gonna clip it and then, and then like insert it. Oh my god! Hey, do you um do you tag? Tag what? You know, like like spray paint. Spray paint what? Walls. You know, walls. <laughs> y- yes, yes, I do. I know the exact podcast episode. <laughs> oh my god. I oh my gosh there's just so many things that like I never thought anyone would ever understand my humor like you do <laughs> I know I wish I wish we like had a sound we, we're gonna get a soundboard and we're gonna we're and gonna one of the here. soundboard clips is gonna be Ryan Dunn going walls oh my gosh R.I.P. yeah R.I.P. the goat oh yeah. man Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, back to Tarantino. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Walls are very important. <laughs> oh uh, so, last year, was it last year or was it 2020? It was the year that I had green and blue hair. 2020? 2020? When I cosplayed um, Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I think it was 2020. Yeah, I just... I, or, like, late 2019? No, it was, no it was we didn't even know each other in 2019. Yeah, you did it in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you guys want to see any of my cosplays, including that one, you can check out Instagram, because this year I am planning some big cosplays, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, Coraline being one of them. <laughs> Get ready. Strap in. Strap in. <laughs> um, so where should we start here? Should we start... With some overall uh, talk about Quentin Tarantino, or should we get into the yeah. movies first? Yeah, we can start with overall talk about Tarantino, so people that don't know anything about him can get acquainted. Right. Um, I do just want to start off by saying his dad's name is Tony Tarantino, and I just want to put it out there that his movies look like his dad's name is Tony Tarantino. <laughs> like, yeah. They just look like... Written and directed by Tony Tarantino. Oh my God! Literally, <laughs> um, I yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, well, he he's um he started in a like he started his like movie career like working at a video store renting movies. Yeah, which like that's the job that I want. I don't want to work in makeup anymore. Give oh me gosh. like movies. Let me alphabetize <laughs> like your them. yeah. Let yeah. me alphabetize your DVDs. Yeah, and he would always like play, like pick things to play, and like people would come hang out because he would pick like good movies to play. I would pick the best movies. Yeah. I would pick <laughs> Solo. One hundred and twenty. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Martyrs. Yeah, just only skinned <laughs> naked yeah. bodies on TV. At all times. A Serbian film. Literally. <laughs> Climax. Oh my god. Everyone's like, I gotta lay down. Only the <laughs> ending scene from Suspiria 2018. Right. On loop. Blood, blood, <laughs> yeah. blood. Only the scene from Revenge when the guy's digging out yeah. the glass in his yeah. foot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of only the scene in Pulp Fiction when they shoot Marvin in the head and he goes, I shot Marvin. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Pulp Fiction? No, we have to start with Reservoir Dogs because that came first. Yeah. Which I have a hot take. yeah. She told me she was going to say this and I was like, maybe not. Maybe you shouldn't, but it's okay. (laughs) We'll do it. Okay. Early 90s. Steve Buscemi so hot <laughs> so hot right now <laughs> um, but i don't know just something about like his attitude like the scruff 
like yeah. the 110 pounds soaking wet body like i'm like I peeling the agree. sticker off my heart monitor <laughs> and i'm like realizing we're on camera <laughs> i i wouldn't i i wouldn't say that but it's cool i mean well you know what you like firefighters i guess no he's i know like he's i know but i saw the king of staten island and i can safely say that my feelings and thought no my thoughts and feelings about steve buscemi only stay within like maybe 1991 1993 steve buscemi well that's because you haven't seen boardwalk, boardwalk empire but um yeah oh <laughs> no not like that <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on back to Tarantino. Back to Reservoir Dogs. I was just saying earlier that we should uh, cosplay for Halloween this year the scene in Reservoir Dogs when Harvey Keitel and um, Tim Roth are having their showdown, and yeah. I want to be Tim Roth. <laughs> yeah, um, we can do it. We'll get suits. Yeah, we gotta buy suits. Yeah, yeah. I'll slick my hair back. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. 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 Um, that movie actually won the best film um, reward at Sundance, um, the Toronto Film Festival, actually. And oh. that's actually where he met Robert Rodriguez. And that's how they became friends. And then that's how From Dusk Till Dawn was made. And then the Grindhouse thing with Planet Terror. And the song. Well, no, From Dusk Till Dawn, I think, was already uh, out. Wasn't it out? Or no, it might have it might have just came out like the the year after that or something like that. That came out like that came out after Pulp Fiction, didn't it? Okay, then yeah, then it, they he worked on it because they were friends. Like he wor- like Tarantino worked on it, but they met. Uh, they met because of the Toronto International. Yeah, from Film. Dusk Till Dawn was ninety six. All right. Well, they met from <laughs> the, the Toronto International Film Festival, um, and that's how they became friends, and then that's. History. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I honestly, the episode of I should have re-listened to it, the three-hour history of horror podcast episode, um, with Quentin Tarantino. Should have re-listened to prepare for this podcast. Well, that's okay. Well, (sighs) we got we got tons of we got tons of stuff, you know. Oh yeah, good stuff going on. And um, what. What else you want to talk uh, about? Reservoir Reser- Dogs. Reservation. Reservation Dogs. dogs. No, I'm freaking <laughs> fantastic show. Taika Waititi. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did we see Bobby Lee? No. Maybe. I don't know. He's a doctor. Right. Did they cut him? I hope not. Uh, we're big Bobby Lee fans. Um, anyways, big reservation dogs. Yeah, big reservation dogs fans. Not to be confused with Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, which is what we're talking about on the pod right now. Two people with ADHD cannot be in the same podcast together. Shit. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so Reservoir Dogs, they were going to initially initially mm-hmm, new word there for you um dress up the characters with their coded names to their coded suit colors oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then they were like hold up wait a minute that's going to be too obvious for people who are doing this kind of stuff let's yeah. put them in black suits so True. we didn't have a mr pink and a mr pink suit which would have been cool as fuck yeah true and i think um, no, I was no, but um, we we were collecting the DVDs, right? The oh, you guys ones. have no idea how many copies of Reservoir Dogs I have. And like the co- we're trying, we're looking, we're still looking for the other colored ones, right? Yeah, I believe we have orange. We need pink, white, and yellow. Yeah. Yes. So if you guys know, just shoot us over a message. Yeah, help me out with my collection of Reservoir Dogs because I have seven <laughs> or eight copies right now, not including the Blu-ray, maybe eight including the Blu-ray. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and none on VHS. So if you guys have a copy of Reservoir Dogs on VHS that you want to part with, please get in touch with me. For Email free. down below somewhere. For free. I'm just joking. <laughs> For free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, and Tarantino, like, while he was working at the, like, uh, video store, he played a lot of, like, old westerns um, and just, like, 
action movies, like good action movies. And you can tell that that's where he gets his style. Like almost all of his movies, they have a certain style. Like you can tell when it's a Tarantino movie, but also it's like a certain kind of like action. It's almost like a throwback to like nineties and eighties and, and like the stuff that he was influenced by like growing up and you could definitely see it like in the work. Yeah, where there's, like, not really any modern, too many modern influences, but you get a lot yeah. of things from, like, his era of growing up, and it feels like he's really stuck in that time, but, like, we don't mind it. Yeah, we want more. Give it to <laughs> More nostalgia, please, yeah. and thank you. Um, also, I was a little confused because we were looking at his IMDb earlier, and it says that he's working on Kill Bill 3. Supposedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. If you guys know more about that, shoot us a message. Yeah, so what I'm wondering if, if that's going to be his last movie or if he's going to just rope them all together and then release another movie on top of that to finish off his series of movies. You better just keep making them. Why not? I know. Ugh. Actually, I heard that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was his first movie back behind the camera because mm-hmm. he, like, a lot of his movies – he stopped even like actually like sitting behind the camera. He would have like a camera operator and he would be like just telling them and directing yeah. them how to do I it. I feel like there's a huge difference from the hateful eight up to yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood yeah, and just I the agree. feel of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. For, and speaking of the hateful eight, I have a whole bunch of uh, things written down about that. Go nuts. Well, he hired Kurt Russell because of, uh, his role in the thing which is one of his favorite horror movies yeah and um and so he used the hateful eight as almost like an homage like a lot of the scenes were almost like sh- like even just like the shots the angles were like a, just like an ode filmed to that in movie. a snowy yeah. area yeah trapped and, in one yeah, exactly yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah it's all kind of like similar and it's because he liked the thing so much, which is a great movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kurt Russell decided to take it upon himself in one of the scenes in the movie. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but he picked up a guitar and he smashes it. And apparently that was like improvised and wasn't in the script. He went off script to do it. And when he did that, uh, it shattered the thing and it created a really amazing moment in the movie. But. Um, in doing so he didn't know that the guitar that they lent for the movie was like a priceless artifact from martin (laughs) guitars and they were like they literally just after that said we're never gonna lend out any of our guitars i was wondering how you were gonna go about saying that at like (laughs) like an item that will never be replaced yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah it was it was just like a really expensive like guitar and it was supposed to just be like in the shot it wasn't supposed to be like picked up and smashed but he did it for like the dramatic effect which of course you know and it came through but it just was not a good idea babes yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh man but yeah yeah that's a good one i like the hateful speaking of once upon a time in hollywood lena dunham's in that movie what yeah she's one of she's She's one of the Manson what? girls. <laughs> no. Yeah. And check your shit. <laughs> <laughs> your that's face. A new, that's a new development. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. know. I know. You're done. You're She's done. She's in that? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, man. Lena Dunham hate podcast. I'm just kidding. Andy Melanogus <laughs> hate <laughs> Nothing but love for our king Andy Melanogus. <laughs> oh my god. Only the real ones will know. I'm just joking. <laughs> I wish this was audio only like morbid so that when they're like I'll whisper it to you, and you really can't <laughs> see what the fuck they're saying. Oh, oh my gosh. god! You're hilarious. <laughs> That's why I was trying to cover it and say it. I didn't know what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> this is proof oh that we gosh. cannot mouth things to one another from across the room because I won't know what the fuck you're saying. Honestly, but it's okay. Um, but. 
<laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe Lena Dunham seen that. You're mad now, aren't you? I knew that would fuck your night. Yeah. <laughs> you waited to tell that with me. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Well. Um. I mentioned the Uma Thurman thing. Oh, true romance. Okay, so I told this to you earlier. Um, the movie My Best Friend's Birthday. I have it written down. Sorry, I don't <laughs> remember the title. Um, if you look on the IMDb, if you guys didn't know, um, it'll it comes up on Quentin Tarantino's page that he one of the first things he's ever written. Actually, it was the first screenplay that he wrote, um, and it was called My Best Friend's Birthday. But he actually shot the movie and lost everything like lost all of the film um because it burned up in a fire so he had to sell the screenplay and that's what it turned into true romance and that's what we know as true romance today which with christian slater is one of my favorite movies there is i really i can't find too much like um I don't know, I guess artwork or, I don't know, maybe I'm not looking in the right places. So the <laughs> the little cow print CD that I have um, on my Quentin Tarantino wall oh, okay. is very reminiscent of Alabama's skirt that she wears in oh, yeah. True Romance, which is a cow print skirt. Yeah, true, true. No good. <laughs> um, yeah. The only other thing I've written down about, the, about Tarantino, for trivia at least, was... Um, there was two scenes actually where he well one of them is more famous for and that's um, where he choked out an actress he did he did it twice yeah on screen in the movie yeah um, and the first time it was Kill that Bill that shit's important yeah that shit's important <laughs> <laughs> he did it in in Kill Bill and I think it was Uma Thurman's like like a direction like I think she asked for it or Somebody said that he would do it better. Um, and he, like, where she, there's, like, a scene where she gets, like, a rope or something yeah. around her neck. And he was the one pulling behind, like, to hold her up by the rope. And then in Glorious Bastards, Diane Kruger literally gets choked out on cam. And the hands are not Christopher Waltz. It's literally Christoph. Tarantino. Yeah, Christoph. <laughs> he, it's Tarantino and... Um, he actually choked her unconscious because um, he wanted the effect of the choking. And she said it was okay. She was cool with it. Um, but he, and they only did it once. She and, went to work that day. Yeah. Ready to die, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and they, she let, he, you can see him like choking around. He wanted the perfect shot. And he said only he could get that shot. That the one, the exact one that he wanted. Yeah. Okay. Diane Kruger yeah. peacefully like running to be choked out. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, it's probably like a fucking fetish or something. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all over recording right now? I'm gonna need all the B roll yeah. for yeah. like <laughs> every angle. Just yeah. <laughs> Make sure you get one of me doing it, not just my hands. <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Tarantino is absolutely wild, crazy. Yeah. unmatched. Also, can we talk about how hot Pam Greer is in Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown. Did you see Jackie Brown? No. Yeah. I have so it, but like one. she's so hot in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. You're right. And Pam Greer, he brought her back for another role in... Oh, yeah. Um, I forget which one. I'm trying to do this all off memory here, man. Yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> brought her back. Mm, I don't remember mm-hmm. one of the movies. Yeah. If you guys remember, comment. Or we'll she remember was there. in five minutes. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool, cool. I think Jackie Brown is the only Tarantino movie that I haven't seen. We'll have to watch. Yeah, I agree because good actors in it. I believe Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Um, you know who's in that? Chris Tucker. Yes, the that's the Chris one I was Tucker thinking of. That. Yes, because I can I can picture the scene of the three of them walking down the hallway. It's like ingrained in my brain. Yeah, and he well he was in a scene where he, they were like outside 
Do you remember that? No. Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, but that that happened. I think I think it's Chris Tucker. That sounds sure. right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Oh. Django 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 So let's talk about Django Let's just wrap up our little Quentin Tarantino segment here With Django Unchained hmm. Which is a movie that took over my entire life The years of 2011 and I'm 2012 I'm sweaty I'm just gonna let you know mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't ever do that again <laughs> Oh my god No I'm just kidding um, But when I was in beauty school, I get one burp per podcast. Burp two, number two. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, when I was in beauty school, I came home nearly every day from school and watched Django Unchained and Pitch Perfect. Oh yes, Pitch Perfect. Yes. I knew that movie off by heart. I don't know. Something about Django Unchained was just so comforting. I don't just the Western feel of it. It felt so like built in and lived in. And like it was it felt like an important movie that just needed to be seen every day for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You even knew like the exact like minute down to like the minute of like the runtime. Two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. And that's my pinnacle for movies when I'm gauging. Yeah, you're saying Django. It's Django Long. long. Yeah, Django <laughs> long. Oh my gosh. And also, I just want to mention in Nope, there is a scene at the very end where. Oh. A cat? <laughs> um, where Daniel Kaluuya's character comes up and pulls up on a horse and picks his sister up um, to, for safety. And. Oh, it was Pee Pee. Hi, Pee Pee. We have our podcat back. Um, podcat. Podcat. Um, podcat. Podcat. <laughs> but if you guys have watched Django at the end when he pulls up on the horse to um, grab his wife um, and take her away, it just feels like the exact same juxtaposition, the whole feel of the scene. It just felt very Django Unchained. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anything else we need to talk about for uh, with Quentin Tarantino? Um, I don't know. I think we've talked about enough. Well, yeah, that's Tarantino. Yeah, he likes westerns. He likes sci-fi. He likes, he likes Kurt Russell. He likes feet. Yeah, and he likes making good movies. Quality for like films me. for film bros. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not a film bro. <laughs> Keep your film bro film Twitter thing out of here. <laughs> We're going to take on film Twitter. I take on film. Every day I wake up and I go on Twitter. Choose violence. Yeah. And I choose. I pick and choose which people I want to bully on film Twitter that day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. I can attest. Um, So I asked on Instagram if there was any questions um, that you guys would like us to answer on the pod and we just got one for now and it was just what singer or artist were we because we do reactions on our on our main channels um so like what new artist or like what new singer have we discovered that we've been the most excited or like uh surprised by yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna definitely have to say frog leap studios because that was two weeks now two weeks ago um my episode of something new and i still cannot stop thinking (laughs) about i'm just joking not even that was this may tree may tree i got yeah i'm just joking (laughs) i got actual i got an actual hate comment it felt like um, for saying that I enjoyed an acapella version of Master of Puppets because the guitar solo was listen, it's comedy. It's fun. It's comedy. It's not get that it, Jan. deep. Yeah, get it, Jan. A Quentin Tarantino quote. Yes. Jan get it. Yeah, Jan get it. Yeah. He just he's the best. We need to start saying get it more. Get it. Get it, Jan. Or get it? Get like, it? Look Red Bar. Yeah. When he when he wants to deliver a point home, he goes, get it. Or when he's trying to explain something, he goes, see? <laughs> yeah. Like, very old-timey. You yeah. see? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, we're back. No, I'm just joking. We're... All right, so we're going to do Vengeance. BJ Novak, Vengeance. 
The Innocence. The Innocence on Shudder. And then we have to, because we are just sluts for David Cronenberg, we're adding Crash. Crash. Which I which feel we have like Criterion on Blu-ray. Yes. I feel yeah. like that is just uh, kind of a monumental movie for us. Yeah. We love that movie. We love Cronenberg. I feel like that was like the pinnacle of our relationship when we were like... Who are we watching yeah. that said... Oh, May said um, for Possessor or something, she was like, we need less... Oh, no. She antiviral. Was like, she, oh, antiviral. She was like, oh, this seems more like david cronenberg we need less david. we need more, we need david, more cronenberg. david cronenberg more mary more, more. today mary was saying that there is a show or a movie i'm not sure what it is but there's a sex scene where they're fucking and hold your muffs um and the guy like sticks his hand into this girl's side and like starts manipulating her organs to like get off and i was like i need to watch that Right. Well, we probably already watched that. No, that doesn't sound familiar to me. But then I was like, okay, crimes of the future. There's a whole zipper, and she unzips it to lick his organs. And she's like, yeah. I get you got to stop there. Yeah. Vengeance, the innocence, crash for next week. Solid lineup. Yeah. Wait, and then let the me write that. following week. Um, I'm not actually sure when Wednesday comes out, but the following oh, week. And this is important. Or no, this is the end if we get to watch it. Oh, and this is the end. Yes, 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 yes. Um, if uh, I'm not sure in the next couple of weeks when Wednesday is coming out, but um, you guys are going to be getting a whole Adams Family themed week. From here? Yeah, we oh, agreed yeah, on we're... it last week. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Come on, you think I'm going to let you forget that? No, not very. No, I'm not but that's you a show. That. We're not watching the movies. Like, yeah, but Wednesday is. A... I know, but I just kind of wanted to, like, compare the Wednesday that I knew growing up to, like, the Wednesday that we're seeing now. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well. But, wait, did you watch The Addams Family, like, like way back in the day? Um, Not really, but I did watch all the cartoons. The cartoons. Yeah. So you didn't watch, like, the black and white show? Only when it was on TV occasionally. I didn't have internet. Right. I didn't have any of that stuff. Internet. I watched that show on TV. Yeah. It was on TV. <laughs> we have different places here. We are in different countries. <laughs> Holy God. Anyways, right. we're done. Popo's out. Popo's out. Until next time, this, this is a <laughs> We're so no, fucking we're annoying. <laughs> I would not listen. We are unlistenable. The cat's meowing. This is, is nefarious, nefarious things. things. Popo's <laughs> out. Oh my God.